Good, good morning, afternoon, or evening. What a truly beautiful day it is. Wherever you are, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your humbled host, Tony Serrano, and this is the PhD. Hello, IG fam. My name is Tony Serrano. This is the How to Heal series. Now, I know that may sound a little bit ambitious, right? Because we think of healing, we think of something that takes years, decades, generations. And so I just want to break the ice right here. And when you think of healing, traditionally, it's something that maybe you suffer from, or maybe it's uh, something that you fear, or maybe it's a bit of a taboo subject to even bring up. And that has to do with our enculturation. That has to do with either from our religious standpoint or from our ethnic background. Um, there are things that we are just taboo that we just don't talk about in a society. So first off, to break the ice, healing does not have to be this sad, uh, depressing, fearful thing. Healing can actually be something that is happy, something that's energetic, that's lively, because look, where you've been living right now, that's not life. That's dull. And, you know, coming from someone who lived that, like, I would just completely shut down all my emotions all the way to the point where all I saw was black and white. All I saw was live and die, live to survive another day, right? But I'm here to tell you right now that healing doesn't have to be this dull, gray, sad thing where you just shut out your emotions. If anything, it's the complete opposite. And so when you can embrace your emotions, learn to work with them, to let them guide you, to let them be an option, because there is a difference between reacting and responding. When you react, you're letting your emotions guide you. You're letting them pretty much take over. And when you choose to respond, you get to go for a minute and go, all right, I'm feeling pretty angry right now. I'm feeling pretty upset. But instead of me lashing out, you know, have you ever heard or had someone actually just lash out at you because you triggered something deep within them. And so while we go through this series, you're gonna learn how to respond, how to go, okay, my body's tensing, I'm having an emotional reaction. Right now, I may not know why. It may show up as anger, but you know, more than 80% of the time, it's not true anger. It's something that is hitting you at your core, something that may be embarrassing, something that you may feel guilty about, something that you may not even know that it's so deep within your subconscious that anger is just the first level of emotion, the easiest one to react. And so we speak from that place and you know, you can't love someone when you're coming from a place of anger because love is the complete opposite. Anger is hate and love is light. And so love is what's going to guide you in those moments. And so that's exactly what we're going to learn over these next few weeks. I'm thinking it's going to be about six weeks, but it can go even to eight or ten. Because look, healing is not like, here's a pill and it's going to happen overnight. This is not going to happen overnight. This is going to be 
if you want it. This is on the table. I'm just presenting what the possibility could be. So what the possibility could be is that you don't see life from this black or white, dull blood. I don't really want to wake up. But look, you already woke up. You woke up at 8 a.m. on a Sunday and you jumped on here. So that means that you're ready. You're here. You're ready like, all right, there's something that I'm missing. Something that maybe you already know. You know this. But are you doing it? Are you implementing it in your daily life? And that's why I'm here to challenge you to do this, you know, to take this time, just maybe this 30 minutes on a Sunday morning and just get what you need. Get some support just to know that other people are taking time out of their day not to make money or not to go get fit. They're, they're you know, they're not waking up and what are they doing with their time they're taking time to heal to learn how to heal faster how to fail forward how to join in a community where we can express our vulnerability because that is the key to healing and even if you're not ready to go through all of your trauma is there just one thing one thing maybe it's from the childhood right you just want to do one thing and that's perfectly okay just be willing just be open-minded to consider quizás we say in spanish is there a possibility that any of this of what i'm going to say is going to be a little bit truthful is there a possibility that any of this even though i know it because i'm going to give you some tools and you're going to be like mm, tony i know these tools the tools are out there but is there a possibility that now at this very moment, in this present moment, that these tools will work now. Maybe you've tried them. Maybe you say, I've, I've learned all the tools. There are, Tony, and I just, it's just not meant for me. Life's not meant for me. You know, it's not meant for me to be this, to be what I dream of. That's bullshit. Pardon my French, but that's bullshit. You are here for a reason. And all you need to do is remember why you're here. And so the one thing that you can do is just to get to know yourself. What do you want? What do you like? What lights you up? You really, when you heal, get out of bed eager for life. And I know that sounds pretty out there, right? Because I spent my whole life, my whole childhood just suppressing, suppressing all my emotions. So much that so many people, they thought I was an introvert. Can you believe that? Like people really thought so close to me that I was introverted. But what I was really doing was just cutting off all my emotions so that I wouldn't feel anything. And so I want to go into a little bit of my story. So I grew up in a middle class family. I did sports. I got to go to a good school. I had good teachers. I had a house, I had a roof over my head, I had food. Yeah, maybe it was KFC, maybe it was McDonald's, you know, maybe it was Wendy's and Jack in a Box, but look, I had food, you know? And so I was like stuck in such a weird place because I knew my privilege. I knew that there was other girls that didn't get to play softball the way I got to on the weekends. And I still felt some type of way in my childhood. I didn't feel heard. 
I didn't feel supported. I didn't feel like I could express myself. I didn't feel confident to figure out what do I like. It was kind of imposed on me. And that's kind of what parents do, right? They put you in sports. They put you in what they liked. And I get that. Like, There's no shade on my parents here because it's made me who I am today. But I just didn't feel loved. I didn't feel like if I was me, my parents would love me or they would feel like I'm a successful child, you know, because that was like their big thing. They love to talk about the good grades that we got or the sports achievements or the just life achievements that we that we got. And so I had this this like pressure to perform. And I think a lot of Hispanic and Asian and just Catholic you know, even just throughout the United States of America, there's this pressure to perform, but it just, it wasn't me. And I went through a few other things, just, you know, some childhood sexual abuse trauma. And I went through a lot of other things where I started to engage in reckless behavior young, you know, with drugs and just alcohol, like not very much alcohol, more just drugs. And um, I just wanted to numb myself. I wanted to not feel anything. And then when you do that, you find yourself going down a rabbit hole where you kind of like don't care about your life. And so you do things that really kill you on the inside. I realized that I wasn't really hurting myself on the outside as external as it was. You know, I had a eating disorder so bad that I started to develop sores on my body, like from anemia. And I got really skinny. There's other points where I just, you know, I'm sharing my story. So just, uh, bear with me for a little bit. I just want to be so open with you and like this is not something that's easy, but I want you to know that healing doesn't have to feel like this all the time. It does feel heavy right now. I I hope you actually feel this heaviness. It feels heavy. Because it grounds you into like who you are as a person and then to be able to share your story with others, it's it's powerful for for the individual and hopefully for who's listening because this is real as much as life's been crazy always but this is real this connection that we have as humans this is this is real so when you feel like you don't know what's real you don't know up from down you don't know if you're really living like this is it right here this connection so i appreciate you for being here um And so I just, I had a lot of like self-abuse internally. And I even started to show symptoms. Like I had eczema, which is an autoimmune disorder. It showed up physically. And now that I'm into yoga and Reiki and I know the chakras and I can see how physical ailments are from the energetic point of view, that I had the, the throat, like I had tonsillitis and I had to get it removed when I was eight because my tonsils were so inflamed that I couldn't even breathe, like I was gonna suffocate myself. So then my throat chakra was blocked. Then I'm having eczema, which is an autoimmune disorder caused by stress. You know, what six 
year old has eczema so severely that I needed antibiotics and all this ointment and I couldn't like touch my legs or behind my knee or anything like that. So I had a lot of stress growing up because I was so frustrated. I didn't know how to express myself. I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know how to just live. Like I was so born into such a serious environment where there was a lot of like psychological trauma, a lot of be on my side, I'll reward you, I'll listen to you. But then as soon as you stop listening to me, then you just get put into a corner as if almost like a punching bag. I'm sure you've heard that a lot or like vampire energy vampires where they just kind of like suck you for your light and then they just kind of leave you off to the side. So I don't know if you've been in any relationships that are like that, but I grew up with that 24-7 really. And so my only escape was school. And so I excelled in school, but it was just as a way to get out. And so all this story to say is that the one thing that got me through all those hard nights, all those nights of depression, all those nights of just pure crying, all those nights of like, I'm going to commit suicide and I'm going to get really close to it. And all of these things, right? To say that all I would told myself the next day was, if you feel this way tomorrow, go ahead. And so all this to say is that every single day that I woke up the next day, it didn't feel so intense. I said, you know what? I could do this. I can get through one more day. And I have hope that in the future that this is just because of where I'm living. This is just the environment that I'm in. And then one day I can live in my own environment. I can create my own environment. And I have hope that one day I will be happy. And that is enough to get you to heal, is to say that one day to have that hope, I will be happy. And so right now, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes for yourself. I want to close your eyes for someone else in your life. Someone that maybe passed away. Someone that's struggling right now. I want you to close your eyes for them. I want you to take a deep breath out. Take a deep breath in. And then let it go. I want you to close your eyes and I just want to offer you this hope, this light, wherever they are, wherever you are, you're going to make it through. It's going to get better. You're going to make this out 10 times what you are in this very moment. The grass is greener on the other side. I can say this one with 100% conviction. Have this hope. Have this light. And it will turn into the life of your dreams. That is no understatement. I'm not overselling that. Whatever you came here to do, you will do. I don't care what has happened to you. I'm here for you right now in this moment. This is the hope, this is the love, and this is the light that you need in this very, very moment, past, present, future, right here, right now. Take a deep breath in. 
and then let it go. So there's actually a little playlist I put together on Spotify. And so, you know, I started this live saying that it was going to be a happy experience. And it is because how many times have you cried and just let yourself ball and not felt better? I feel so much better right now in this moment by sharing this vulnerable story. And, you know, I didn't even get into crazy detail, but I don't have to because, look, it's not about where I've been. It's about how I said, no, Tony, where you've been is always going to be a part of you, but it doesn't have to define you. And who you are today and tomorrow, that's your choice. Life is a series of choices. And so I know that it was hard. I know the trauma. I know the pain. I know the suffering. I know the suffering. But when you learn these tools, you're going to just take it day by day. This is not going to happen overnight. I'm not selling that it's going to happen overnight. This is going to go day by day, one foot in front of the other. And so that's why I want to share this little playlist with you on Spotify. It will be on my Instagram bio. Um, and just to play this song while you go out and while you, you know, go walk or just take a few minutes to write down how you're feeling. And so I just want to jump straight into the tools. So what are some of the tools? One of the biggest tools that has helped me heal in my journey is journaling. Journaling. I know, sometimes people don't wanna write. I get it, I get it. We didn't really wanna write in school. English was one of my favorite subjects, but it's not everybody's subject. But journaling, I found that it's difficult when you don't know what to write about. If you had a teacher just give you a prompt and you don't really vibe with it, that's why you, that's why you don't wanna write. It's because it's not about something that you're into. And so what I want you to journal over the next few weeks it's just how you feel. Check in. And I'm going to give you prompts. that you, you are not alone in this journey. Like I've been exactly where you are and even worse. And uh, I'm going to be right here with you because I know exactly the process of that. And so with journaling, what's your story? What's your story? I shared mine. What's yours? What are the traumas that you want to focus on through this series? Because once you can take one part and just start small and then heal that, then you start to build hope is before. This is faith. I'm asking you for faith. I'm asking you for courage. I'm asking you for hope that this is going to get healed, this one thing. And then once you do it, then you build affirmation. You get success. And then you go, hey, if I did it this time, I can do it again. And then when you do it again enough times, then you build this conviction. And I had a podcast episode on life confidence, and that's what you're building, life confidence. It's not confidence of like, hey, how I look. It's like, hey, this is who I am regardless. Yeah, I have my baggage. Yeah, it was, it happened. It happened. Plain and simple, it happened. We're not denying it here. We're not pushing it down. We're not pretending like it didn't happen. No, the future generations need to know that this happened. They need to know your story. And I'm not saying that you have to share your story, but just write it down. What's your story? What are the things that got to you as a child? What are the needs that weren't met? 
and it's okay to admit that your needs weren't met. I felt so guilty for being sad. Can you believe that? I felt so guilty for being sad. That's why I did this. That's why I just suppressed it and turned off my emotions because I went, there's no way. Like I felt so guilty because I was so privileged to be sad to feel like my needs were meant. So write down what were the needs that you needed. Did you need more cuddles? Did you need more, you got this? Did you need more tough love? Was your, was your family like so loving that you felt so suffocated because you just wanted to be pushed more? You know, that's okay to ask for that need. That is something that you need and you cannot you cannot underplay your need. You cannot sell yourself short. And so what's your story? Write it down. Write it down. And just quick, you could just do bullet points. And so another tool that you can use is just to get out into nature and to maybe go on some walks. Maybe expand your energy. You know, we sit like this all day. We go like this. We're here, 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 here. Do you think energy can flow from your feet through your head into the world if you're like this? Does this look cute, IG fam? No, it doesn't. So get up. Sorry, sorry. I just scared my dog. Um, get up. Open your shoulders. Pull them back. Lift your chest up. And just stand like this. Stand like this. Stand like this. I don't know if you've heard, but the superhero pose is what makes you do well in meetings and public speaking. And just to lift this, just be your own superhero. Close your eyes, just stay here for a few minutes. This is all the physical requirement you need to just open yourself up physically for what is to come. Because let me tell you something when you're done that there is so much love, there is so much light, there is so much opportunity that is waiting to be invited into your life. I hope you believe me. There is so much love, so much light that is waiting to be invited into your life. And when you stand open, all that love is going to come in. And so when you go out, I have this bit of a theory that in order to heal the mental, emotional, and spiritual body, which is that's what we're focusing on in the How to Heal series, is the mental, emotional, and spiritual body. In order to even get to those, you have to heal the physical body. The physical. When you start to show up physically, when you go on a 10 minute walk, when you do 10 jumping jacks in the morning, when you sit for 10 minutes and you just think about how much you love yourself, how much your needs weren't met as a child and how much, okay, they weren't met, they weren't met. You know, as much as you can do those things, then you are just, so open to just receive. And so when you open your physical body, then you can get into your mental body. 
because I don't know if anyone's ever done yoga, but holding a down dog for the first time, you're feeling so much weight on your shoulders, your hamstrings are so tight, your calves are so tight, and you're just shaking, trembling there. But when you get into that physical pose, your mental brain turns on and you go, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm shaking, I look stupid, I look so silly, and I'm not doing it right, and you know, then you get there. And so that's what I'm talking about. So you get into a physical state, then you can get into your mental. When you do that, you develop discipline to be aware of your thoughts, right? Then you can get into your emotional to say, yes, I have thoughts. Yes, I feel. Yes, what you just said, your words, they hurt me. They triggered me. There's something that you just said that got into my core. And so by getting physical every single day, you're going to get mental, then you're going to get emotional, and then that's the spiritual, and that's the the beauty of this whole process of how to heal, is that you are going to just fully, fully love you for exactly the way that you are. And that's just by getting with yourself 10 minutes a day. So you can journal, you can do yoga, you can walk. You can ride a bike, you can go out into nature. And sometimes it's like, what do we have to do, Tony? You're asking me to do one more thing and I have this huge load on my back. You're asking me to do another thing? No, I'm asking you to maybe let go of some things. Maybe you take 10 minutes less on social media. Yeah, but Tony, you're here, beautiful here, yeah. You can listen to me on my podcast. You don't need Instagram. You don't need Facebook to listen to me. You just need Buzzsprout. You have the link, right? You just need Apple Podcasts. You're good. So 10 minutes less. I want you to just take 10 minutes of doing nothing. To do nothing. I'm telling you right now that 10 minutes of doing nothing is something. It's helping you, whether you know it or not. Just to sit. No phone. No kids. Lock them in their room. Play some Coco Melon, put a movie on, and you go lay down on the floor for 10 minutes. Take 10 minutes for yourself. And just do that every single day this week. Look, we're coming up close on our time, and so I want to honor your time. Thank you so much for showing up. It is 8.30 on a beautiful Sunday morning. And so just here are the tools. I'm here to just present the tools. Take them or leave them. You can even read a book. You know, go through your story, journal what's your story, and then maybe you get more informed. One of the things that has helped me heal so much is to become informed, to admit that, yes, I have trauma. Look up the definition of trauma. It's basically when something happens that is so emotionally intense that your current state of mind cannot fathom what just happened. Like it was, it just blew your mind, literally. And now you have no way to figure out what happened. So get informed. Get informed because, you know, just to admit, yeah, I have daddy issues. Okay, I have mom issues. I There's some psychological trauma. I didn't have my needs met. You know, do a little reading. How does it feel to lose a parent? How does it feel to have an absent parent? There's this beautiful book called fatherless daughter 
And even though some of you may not be fatherless daughters, did you have a dad who wasn't present? That's a fatherless daughter. Did you have a dad that pushed you so much that he never showed you love? That's a fatherless daughter. It doesn't just mean that they're absent or they passed away or you never got to see them. But did they, did they not give you something that you needed? It's a fatherless daughter. And it's a beautiful story to read because it's just filled with a bunch of stories of fatherless daughters that it's not just one size fits all. And just because you came from middle class doesn't mean you don't have trauma. Look, we all have things that we need to, to heal and things that we really need to feel. I'm not trying to sound poetic, but we really need to feel. And if you're not feeling, that's why you, you're not eager to wake up. You're not like looking at life going, how amazing that all my needs are met all the time. You're not going, I have this beautiful trust in life. I see all the good in life. Maybe you don't see that. And that's because you have trauma to not see the beauty in life. So journal. Journal, what's your story? And then maybe what's your why? Why are you here? It's Sunday at 8.30. Why are you here? You know, maybe maybe it's to prove somebody wrong. Maybe they're like, nah, you just have issues. That's just how you'll be. You'll never be who you think you are. Maybe you're just here to prove someone wrong and say, you know what? No, I am worth it and I can be that. And for me, it was like love. Like, I'm going to lose the love of my life if I don't make these changes right now. I'm going to lose out on love if I don't start loving myself. Because how can you love anyone else if you don't love yourself? That is such an underplayed cliche. It has so much power behind it. How can you love anyone if you don't spend time with yourself? When you look in the mirror with all the makeup off, do you want to date yourself? Do you look at yourself and go, mm, Tony, I want to date you, you know? And, and figure out, figure out, do you? And then what are you going to do about it? That's my biggest thing. I'm not here to come and complain about my life. It's always about what are you going to do about it? So what's your story? What's your why? Why do you want to do this? And it should make you uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable right now, if you're tensing up, if you're going, Tony, that's why I didn't want to come on here. That's why. Because I'm going to challenge you. Because this is what's going to push you when you're sad and you're curled up into a ball. And if you're just joining us now, I was like not this on fire a few minutes ago when I was telling my story. That's what's going to get you and pull you and force you and just say and push you. Because sometimes we just need that push. We need that encouragement. So just take some time, 10 minutes every single day to let go of something, to just sit and do nothing, to go out on a walk, to go do a hobby, to maybe, this is the best thing, is to just not listen to any music while you're driving. Be in complete silence. Just experience how it feels to be alone with yourself experience that 
And with that, that wraps it up for today on how to heal. So I will be sharing journal prompts that throughout the whole week, but the biggest one is what's your story and why are you here to heal? What do you need to heal for? I did it for my son. I said, look, I'm pregnant and this baby is coming and I need to heal because how can I show him how to be happy if I'm not happy? How could I expect him to be happy if I'm not happy? How can I expect to guide him and provide for him and to prepare him for life if I can't even get over my childhood trauma? And so I kind of had to figure out like what motivates me and by your sharing your story, writing it down, you're going to start to figure out over the next few weeks, how are you motivated? And as sad as it is, my trauma is from being guilted and the way I'm motivated is to guilt myself. And so that's why we're going to love it and we're going to embrace it and we're going to explore. This is all to just explore who you are and then to love it exactly the way it is. You know, one of my big mantras is explore darkness and embrace Silence. What does that mean real fast? I know I'm taking just two more minutes of your time. Explore darkness means to just explore the unexplored. If I've never even been over to the other side of the city, then it's darkness to me because I just don't know what it is. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to make the unfamiliar familiar. And we're going to make the familiar unfamiliar. So by looking at your story, you're going to go... Okay, this is a really familiar story because it's my story, but yet when I write it down, there's some things that pop up. And so I don't want you to judge your story. I don't want you to judge yourself. I don't want you to psychoanalyze yourself. Just present it. Just write it. You don't have to share it. Just observe. And how does it make you feel? And then write. keep writing. Keep writing. There's no end to your journaling. This is for you. This is a time for you to explore yourself, explore the darkness, and then you just embrace the silence. Because if you're new to silence, it could be pretty uneasy, pretty unsettling. You could feel pretty uncomfortable to just be silent. And so I encourage you to just explore darkness, embrace silence, to be willing to consider, be open-minded. You're already open-minded because you're here. You know, you already are showing up. Something inside of you is saying, I need to be here right now. And so I'm I'm here for you. So just drop me a DM. I'm going to share my Spotify playlist. You know, it starts with, with this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. And so this is just a feel-good playlist to just while you're walking. You have the other episodes from the podcast. If you need anything else, like any books, if you want to share a little bit of your story just so you can learn a little bit more to get informed about which type of trauma you have, just message me. You can email me. I'm always here. So in light and love, namaste. Have yourself a beautiful, bright day.